0: Hi there, and welcome back to Attempted Adventure. I know mine isn't the voice you usually hear at the beginning of this podcast, but we're switching it up, and for the next few episodes, I'll be DMing my first ever game of Dungeons and Dragons. I had so much fun with it, so I hope you all enjoy it. Now, sit back, relax, and get ready to get spooky. Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? Um, Jamie, welcome to your first game of D&D as a character. Thank you. I'm um, so
1: excited to be here.
0: Welcome. Can you all go ahead and roll for initiative? Ah.
1: What? No. Yeah, <laughs> I, <think. laughs>
0: uh, I got a four. I got a six. Oh, nice. Um, I got an eight. Oh wait! Oh, it six, is gonna be two. such a learning curve to learn these new fucking names. Oh my oh, god! wait, no, I got a nine. Just kidding. I have
2: a ten because I got a proficiency
0: bonus. I got a nine. So it was Maggie nine, Ivy six, Lorenzia ten. Oh, that says Billwin. <laughs> Billwin <Wynn>, four, right? <laughs> no, I got a
1: six. Billwin got a six.
0: Okay. Ivy got a four. Ah, nice. So, uh, it is. A very hot day. The sky is clear and the sun is beating down and you four are standing outside on a clay floor of a large circular sort of sporting arena. There are several concentric white rings painted on the ground and in the center of the court is a lever. The lever is currently guarded by three skeletons. Um, and the first person, I keep leaning away from my mic, sorry. Sorry. Uh, And the first person in the initiative is one of the skeletons. And the order, um, your positions on this court are the three skeletons are in front of you between you four and the lever and the four of you are standing in a line. Um, The first skeleton will take his short sword and he slowly approaches your roughly five feet away from this line of skeletons, and he approaches Maggie. Ah! And he rolls a a 15 to hit.
3: That hits.
0: Oh, excellent. I'm so sorry.
3: First blood!
0: (laughs) He wheels back his sword, and he brings it slashing down on you, and you take... To damage uh, and in this moment Maggie wonders how she got here who is Maggie <laughs> give us convenient a little that she wonders that give us a little background about who Maggie is
3: you're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation <laughs> well it all started at my cousin's store the Apothecary. Oh, <laughs> And this two year quest for vengeance really began.
0: Fantastic. I don't
3: even know how to start this story. <laughs> so, <laughs> I recently destroyed an apothecary on the outskirts of town that is one of my cousin's nemesis, a nemesis who killed my cousins. And I'm like, you know, trying to get back at this dude. And I ended up at this mansion somehow. And I'm not sure why.
0: Fantastic. Uh, next in the order is Lorenzia. Uh, there is a skeleton directly in front of you about five feet away and one to your right and to your left. You're sort of in the middle of the line of these intrepid adventurers. Um, what's your move? And I want the lever. Perhaps.
2: Uh-oh. I think I want the lever. I definitely I want the option, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, for the sake of knowledge and understanding what is happening around you, the lever is probably about 15 feet behind the skeletons, maybe tr- uh, roughly 20 feet from your current position.
2: All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to cast... My cantrip, Eldritch Blast at the nearest skeleton. Very so, good. Sorry, I'm so new to spells, but I love them. <laughs> How do are I do you? you? I just roll a, in a, a, spell, a spell attack.
1: Yeah, so using I your spell a, casting modifier.
2: Which I totally know where to find, obviously. Wait, I think I found it. Spells. Okay, so it's just plus, plus four. Yeah, plus four, okay.
0: Fantastic. It's pretty low <clears throat> for a warlock. Give me- wow.
1: Oh, it's charisma.
0: Fifteen. Ah, wonderful. A
2: fifteen hits. Yes. This is how much I don't remember how to play. <laughs>
1: We used to know how to play D anD D. I
4: know. I'm literally like, I don't remember how to play this game.
1: It hasn't been yeah. that long, but it feels like it's been forever.
0: It does, but feel it's like also it's new characters,
1: forever. so it's like it's true.
0: Five damage, fantastic. So, your skeleton takes five damage. Um, you. Wheel back your hand and force it forward and with I actually it. Actually have comes... a really
2: cool staff. It comes out of my
0: staff. Oh fantastic. Um Not you have a v- you have a very cool staff Thanks. <laughs> that you spin around a little bit and then point at the skeleton. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Fantastic. Um the staff is beautiful. It gleams in the sunlight, unless it's made of wood, in which case it doesn't do that. Um could be oiled oiled exactly um and it blasts a ball of eldritch magic at this skeleton blowing off blowing through its shoulder and blowing off its left arm and some of the debris continues behind it following the ball of magic where the ball impacts on a large stone building (gasps) and This court is situated behind this large stone building, and it has seen better days. Uh, This building you're behind was once the headquarters of an order of knights, the Order of Mercator, um, a group of noble knights and skilled warriors who waited for a cry for help and then acted swiftly to ensure justice and righteousness won the day. Now, however, Mercator... Like the map, for some reason. I thought that was a good idea. Okay. Um, now, the knights are gone. Um, some have fled to the promises of better money elsewhere. Others lost that fatal fight for good. And others grew old and could no longer uphold the principles of the Order. And now, there is only one knight left in charge of the Order, desperately recruiting young, idealistic people like you four. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Shit. And hoping to have some positive impact on the world. Now, there is only Umfrey the Loyal, last warrior for justice in the Order of Mercator, and also there are you. The young, idealistic recruits. I love some it. <laughs> less idealistic than others. <laughs> um so I love his name. Umfrey. Umfrey Mark Mike who is Lorenzia?
2: <laughs> Lorenzia Rage Stream is... Fantastic. Just a, just a girl trying to make it by, man. She's just trying to make it by. She's just kind of like a acolyte of the fiend, you know, warlock shit. And she's just kind of like raised in that lifestyle, so she doesn't think it's weird. And she can probably talk you into worshiping the devil. Like not in like a forceful <laughs> way, just like she's pretty convincing. You know, she makes a good she's case. A bad
1: bitch. I let her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thought it was gonna take the whole one shot, but I'm glad to have you on board.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Praise be Satan. Fan fantastic. Um, all right. Next in the order is we go back to Maggie Magdalene. <gasps> Hello, Where what? I am. She. <laughs> Yeah, not not really back to. She got hit once. Now it's her turn oh, to do some oh, oh. striking. Here um, I am.
3: Ready to strike.
0: What are you doing?
3: Uh let's see. What do I got? Pretty sure I got my uh my crossbow. I'm going to go ahead and fire off my crossbow.
0: Fantastic.
3: I'm going to roll in
0: that. I got a 15. Woof. Excellent. 15 hits. Yay. Wait, you get more than that.
3: I do?
2: You get dex. I thought it was
3: 13 plus my proficiency.
2: And plus your dex.
3: Oh, plus my dex as well. Oh, I got an 18.
0: Well, that extra hits then. Okay. <laughs> Yay! It really <laughs> hits. Oh, it hits hard. So
3: hits. I'm aiming for his tibia.
0: Fantastic! <laughs> uh, What's the damage on that?
3: Oh. Good question. <laughs> what kind of damage does a crossbow
2: do?
0: Piercing?
3: Piercing. Perhaps. Piercing
2: that sounds right.
3: I don't know where to look for that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh wait, maybe it's my short bow. It's my short bow.
0: Short bow. Uh-huh. Ah. And piercing.
3: Piercing. So 1 D6 plus 3. Very good six.
0: Fantastic. So you take your crossbow and aim, it or not crossbow, uh, shortbow. You said that. I Uh, said that. (laughs) And you aim it at your nearest skeleton friend directly in front of you, and you loose an arrow, and it just shatters that tibia. For my family. For your family. (laughs) Um, and by breaking its tibia, you sever the forearm of the skeleton. And he, like his brethren struck by uh, Lorenzia, is now one-armed.
1: <laughs> Woo. Can you, how many skeletons are there again? Three. Okay. And um, we're like in a line parallel to them, like facing them?
0: Exactly. Okay.
1: Did you guys know that if you just click on like the... Plus whatever hit DC, it'll roll it for you and add it. And then if you click the damage box, it'll roll it for you and add it.
2: What the fuck?
1: Oh, what the <laughs> fuck?
2: Yeah, but we got all these dice, you know.
1: Yeah, you're right. I know. I do love rolling a, a little, a I good love... old analog die. Amen.
0: Yeah. Nothing right. makes you feel better than tossing that uh, mm. dice. I got these mm, nice yeah. heavy ones now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Next in the order is. Another of the skeletons, this one, the one that has not been marred by any of you yet. Um, He is standing in the middle of the three skeletons and he goes for Ivy, our poor little friend.
1: My girl. Although
0: she's not particularly little, is she? Um, (laughs) This (laughs) skeleton (laughs) draws his short bow and he looses an arrow at you. Oop, does a 22 hit. Yeah. (laughs) I (laughs) love this. Fantastic. Um, This skeleton pulls a ghastly-looking arrow from his quiver, lines it up at you, and lets the arrow fly, striking you in the bicep. Oh, no. Ouch. And he does... Uh, six piercing damage. No, oh no!
1: Ouch. Are you okay, Ivy?
0: Fine. (laughs) Um, give us a little flavor, Allie. Tell us about Ivy. Well
4: met, brothers. It is I, (laughs)
0: Ivy. We are all women. Ah! (laughs) So. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Hail <laughs> and well met brothers. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I'm
4: so, sorry. Oh. so um God. what you need to know about Ivy is that um she abandoned her job, she was in the military she's a badass bitch and full of rage but she left to pursue her true passion which is fashion and beauty and so they she left her position after they refused to incorporate high fashion into the militia arm uh armor and so her therapist told her to start journaling and share her story with anyone well, listen, so if you're thinking beauty influencer, that's it. That's what oh, she is. <laughs> She's essentially God. a vlogger.
2: I
0: love her.
4: Haylin <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wilmette yes. Brothers. Oh,
0: absolutely fantastic. You're half
4: orc? Orc? What was it? I'm half orc.
0: Okay, cool. Yep. Oh my God, I love Um, it. That's <laughs> remarkable. Thank you very, very much for that. <laughs> thank oh. you. For, thank you for your time. Uh, next in the order is Bilwyn. Oh, shit, baby, it's my time to shine. Bilwyn. Bilwyn Bonk, Bilwin our Bonk. weirdly named friend. Bilwyn Bonk. Um, I
2: sense a character voice coming on.
0: <laughs> Bilwyn, directly in front of you is the skeleton that was de-armed, literally, by Lorenzia.
1: Left or right? Left. Oh. Uh, Bilwyn Bonk wields her battle axe Uh. As versatile, you know, two-handed damage. Uh, and she goes in for a hefty strike.
0: Fantastic. That would be a 24. Oh, holy God. You hit this skeleton real hard. Oh,
1: baby. That's going to do 1d10, then. Um, It is a battle axe, or... It's a battle axe, and I'm wielding it dual-handed, so it's 1d10.
0: plus. Is three. it bludgeoning or slashing? Oh,
1: sorry, um... Slashing, I think.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Yes, slashing damage. Uh. So I rolled a six plus three, that's nine damage.
0: Fantastic. You, Bilwin, line up a crushing battle axe blow. And the way you slash through this skeleton, you take out his rib cage, you Mm -hmm. take out much of his lower body, and all that is left is a quarter of a torso, a skull, and an arm laying on the ground, flailing at you.
1: Yes, Bill Wynn looks at it, and she, like, kind of turns to whoever's next to her, and she's like, You know what? I, I think I see a new xylophone in our future, France. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Ivy's like, What's a xylophone?
0: <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, Ain't my sweet? God. Um... And unfortunately, the next skeleton is the one that Bilwin just decimated. Um, so he is going to go ahead and clamor his way forward using just an arm. Ew. <laughs> oh. Pick, 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 oh pick up what's God. left of his short sword and just sort of gingerly swing it at your ankles, Bilwin. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm playing hostile. That
0: hopscotch. is a. aw. Oh, Seven to hit. <laughs> no. <laughs> As he sweeps across your feet, you sort of leap over it back and forth, almost like you're playing jump rope. Okay. Oh, Aww. I start clapping Anybody and wanna rhyming. You want to tap in? Anyone want to tap in?
2: I don't know any good double dutch uh, rhymes
0: anymore because I'm old now, but. Yellow, yellow, pick a male. It's a bird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <you> that-
1: <laughs> what? what? Wow.
2: It's a bird?
0: You- I had no <laughs> you <never>
3: idea. <laughs> you love Double Dutch.
0: You you never played that one? No. <laughs> All right. Um, And next in the order is Ivy, our fashionista. Um, Ivy, right. the skeleton directly in front of you is... Mostly unharmed well what which one shot an arrow at me? That would be the one right in front of you.
4: Well, that's the one I'm going for. Good, and I'm gonna use rage. Oh
0: no which,
4: uh, no, wait, no. I'm gonna do reckless attack, <laughs> which gives me an advantage. Until my next turn, and I'm going to take my gray axe and swing right for the head. Delicious.
0: Does a 19 hit? Oh, you know darn well it does. Uh, I do it. Very good. Roll some damage. Six. Hey, don't feel down. That's pretty down. good, baby. Mm-hmm. I swing so hard. You swing real hard. Um, and that was bludgeoning, piercing, or what? Let me check.
2: Wait, it's an axe? Yeah,
0: yeah so it's going to be slashing yeah. again, huh?
4: Yep, slashing. Thank you. I'm a fool for not using D&D and beyond earlier. Isn't that <laughs> like...
2: It makes the game easier.
4: Yeah, whole, holy crap. Which is like, first that. you
2: have to come to terms with the fact that you want it to be easier, which mm. is kind of hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That's fine. Um, And as we come back to the top of the order, uh, I realize I forgot to ask Billwin to tell us about it herself. Um, oh. I do oh, think she told us much about herself by the way she treated that skeleton. Yeah, yeah that's true. Why don't you why don't 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 give us a little bit more stuff. info?
4: <laughs> Do
1: you really think you need it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I know everything I need to know about you. <laughs> uh, her name is Billwyn Bonk. She's a middle-aged lightfoot halfling fighter. Uh, she's three four, which makes her the tallest halfling from her hometown and family of halflings. Um, and she is she's a world traveler. She's traveled the world almost all her life. Uh, or at least that's what she'll tell you. And yeah. She lives her life just trying to, trying to be nice to everyone in any way possible, uh, mm. even going so far as to uh, do it in her own way, which is to say, below the law, because she's so small and agile, she can slip <laughs> right under the red tape.
2: Hey. Mm. Mm.
1: So that's pretty much just her life philosophy, is trying to help whoever she can, and she lets that that philosophy of life take her wherever fate decides. She's pretty, pretty lighthearted.
0: Love one. Oh, I love her.
1: Thank you. I do too. Bilwyn
0: Bonk. Bilwyn Bonk. <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, and that takes us through initiative, and we're back to the top. Skeleton, the skeleton in front of Maggie, who is—he's mm, looking. He's not looking so hot. He doesn't have a left arm, but he's still real mad. Oh. Uh, and he is going to continue his assault with the short sword and he's going to swing it at you again. Oh, wow. He crit fails. Ooh. Sick. So he swings that at that short sword so hard, but you step out of the way. Yeah. Take- causing him to continue that swing directly into his shin bone. And he's going to take one damage. Wow.
3: You hate to see it. <laughs>
0: Um, and as he reels from that strike to himself, the next one in the order is Lorenzia.
2: Hello. Okay, so Bye. I got, uh, one playing hopscotch with Bill Wynn, Indeed. And then one reeling from a strike to itself.
0: <laughs> uh, that one is actually one further. There's the one directly to your right is playing hopscotch with Bill Wynn. There's still one pretty much right in front of you, the one you attacked on the, uh, or sorry, the one um, uh, Ivy just struck.
2: Oh, gotcha. Okay,
0: so all three are still standing. Well, two are standing. Mm-hmm. One is one sort is of hopscotch. doing whatever it's doing on the floor. Well, <laughs> we're playing a game.
2: I don't, this is like impractical. You guys wouldn't know this, but that just so you know, inside of Lorenzia's head, she's like, Well, I'm not going to interrupt Bill hopscotch game. She just, like, (laughs) sees a a, a live skeleton and is like, yeah, of course, you're having fun with a skeleton. It's Tuesday. Like, that's just (laughs) part of life. So instead, I will attack the one that... uh, Allie... Ivy Ivy just attacked. (laughs) I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm just gonna go with Eldritch Blast again, because it's like chill. Cool choice.
0: So that's a 13. Uh that ties. So no. Damn, right? I can never keep that rule straight.
1: I think the opposed rule wins. You Very can also good. play it. You're the DM. You can play however you want. I'm sure we changed that rule 12 times in the course of the we Harmony. We
0: definitely campaign. did. I <laughs> um, wish I had some. We'll go Sorcerer Ties.
2: points right now.
0: Damn. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, so, as Lucretia sends her staff forward again. Lorenzia? Po- You've been listening to Balance Boy? I <laughs> Lucretia. Oh my God. Balance
3: Boy? Lucretia. I was like, Shit. wait,
0: what? was Lucretia. As Lorenzia points her staff and sends another blast of Eldritch magic towards this skeleton, um, he does a fancy little backbend to avoid the blast, and it continues and again impacts this building. This time, though, leaving a pretty sizable mar in the stonework. Uh, but honestly, the building looks pretty shitty, so you can't really tell. Um <laughs> Uh, And next up is Maggie.
3: All right. Maggie's going to go ahead and use a cantrip on the skeleton directly in front of her. uh, And that is acid splash. Nice. I know. Portia's (laughs) fave. Sorry. Sorry.
0: She really (laughs) just went. I
3: just had a moment. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) It's a good rogue move. Uh, But the skeleton needs to make a dexterity saving throw or take 1d6 acid damage.
0: He rolls a eleven.
3: Uh, what is my? I don't even know what my spellcast
0: save is. Oh wait, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, so it's eleven, so it matches. Oh, it matches. So he saves. Oh, so we have decided he saves. Ah, Um, Damn it! Damn
2: these fucking skeletons.
0: In which case, yeah, apparently, jeez. Um, in which case, the acid misses the skeleton by just a few inches. And sizzles and bubbles on the ground behind him where it lands. Uh, Next up is the skeleton right in front of Ivy, and this time he's going to turn a little bit and target Lorenzia. Uh, And he is using his short sword, and he rolls a fourteen to hit.
2: That's gonna that's gonna do it.
0: Ah, excellent. Thank you. I mean, Uh, and that will be (laughs) (laughs) a. Five damage, piercing. That's how she sounds. (laughs) I like that. Uh Okay, that's a fun one. Do I get like a reaction
2: or something?
0: Um, actually, you do, and it's hellish rebuke. Oh, bitch! Yeah, how did you know? I only know that because uh, Fenian also had that reaction. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I want. Can I do that? Yeah, I think so. All
2: right, I'm going to do that. So i going to hellishly rebuke this fucking guy. Neat.
3: Hellish rebuke.
2: But why is it listed under reaction and not under my spells? You can
1: only do it if it, you take uh, okay. damage. You can only yeah. do it as a reaction to taking damage.
2: Oh, I see it here. Okay. Thank you. Okay. This is a second level spell. Wow. (laughs) Neat. Very hard for me. Be impressed. Like, we're impressed. Like me in real life, Lorenzia thrives on positive reinforcement. So if you guys are impressed, it will really help. And I'm going to. You go, girl.
1: (laughs) You're doing great over there, sweetie. Thank you. That one's so positive. (laughs) Thank you.
2: I strike a kawaii pose. Uh,
0: (laughs) Isn't she like a goth bitch?
2: (laughs) Yeah, but she's like that. Hey,
0: that doesn't mean she can't be kawaii. She's
2: like a zoomer goth, you know? They're like not not that serious about it anymore.
1: (laughs) She's an e-girl.
2: So I guess I roll? It says attack slash save. I don't know what that means. Okay, I'm going to roll. I think I roll. Nope, nope, just kidding. You roll. You have to make a saving throw. Okay.
0: Um, what kind?
2: Dexterity. Well, I have the. It's against my twelve dex. So.
0: Well, I got a six, so he <sighs>
2: doesn't save. Okay. So. You are momentarily engulfed in hellish flames, baby. Nice. And he's gonna get two d ten, damage.
0: Damage. Oh boy. Dimash. That's a nine. <laughs> Total. Yep. All right. As this fire engulfs the skeleton, the bones begin to blacken and crackle and char, and he jumps around a little bit like he's actually on fire and then crumbles to a pile of <gasps> dust and ash. Yay! Yay! You go, girl! First kill. First kill. I did it! And that is our first kill. Um, And I'm going to ask, because I think I read it, do you have something that allows you to increase hit points if you kill the strike, or you deal the striking blow.
2: You read my character sheet more closely than I did. I, Yeah, that rings a bell.
0: I I didn't, I just saw that, and I was like, wow, that's wild. Isn't that cool as fuck? I'm definitely bringing that up. That's like a feature? I just threw my pencil. That'll be under my features,
2: I think. Oh, yeah, that's cool as shit. Yeah, I get, uh, so I get five temporary HP, so that... Just Sick. brings me back up to where I was. Because I took five damage, right?
3: Did you take damage?
0: Yeah, I just got hit. That's why I had a reaction. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, Temporary hit points, I don't know if they heal you or just increase your right. top, like your cap. Yeah. Oh, oh.
2: Yeah, and then when the battle's over, they just go away, right? Oh,
1: so, Mike, yeah, when you get temporary hit points... Uh, you just tack them on top of whatever hit points you have, but they're separate from your regular hit points. Okay. So if you lose, if you take damage, you'll take those first.
2: Okay. Oh. And, and
1: between now and long rest, if you like go down to one hit point and you get healed, you won't get the temporary hit points back. If they're gone, they're gone.
2: Gotcha. Okay.
1: At least that's what it. That's what it seems like. I'm reading. That here, makes
2: so. sense. It's like Yellow Hearts and, and I Zola. agree with
0: that. Yeah. 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 Um. That's super cool. That's a, a f- extremely interesting mechanic. Oh, crazy. I love that. Mm. I love being a yeah. Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> um and so the next person to go in the order is Bilwin.
1: Oh hell yeah. Uh Bill still like fancy footin' it over this this guy. This absolutely sword. I want you all to know that uh she's like extremely proficient in acrobatics, so it's it's a show for sure. Oh
4: my god.
1: <laughs> um I think she's gonna like have fun with this for a second, but then she's gonna take out her flail and she's just gonna kinda like <clears throat> stamp it down into the skeleton's head to try to like finish him off. Yummy. So let me roll that beep 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 Oh that's not that great. That's a ten. <laughs> uh,
0: that does not hit. Yeah, I didn't think so. So, although the fun time is to be had between Bilwin and this skeleton, um, the little hopping you're doing throws your aim off, and you plant your mace in the ground next to the skull. You know,
1: there's only so much you can do, friends. Not every, not every strike's gonna get him. Just gotta keep trying. <laughs>
0: she says while still hopping over the sword. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next is that poor, nasty, like partially destroyed skeleton on the ground in front of Billwin. I've grown quite fond of him. He—he's a weirdo, but he's kind of fun. Um, and he is going to swing his sword in an unexpected way to try and catch you while you're leaping. <gasps> and he rolls a oh a nineteen.
1: <gasps> Ouch! That Ooh, hits.
0: Hit. Oof. So you are going to take oh, three slashing damage.
1: Ah, oh, good hit, buddy. <laughs> oh, She's so- lamenting her foes.
0: <laughs> She's such a
2: sportsman.
1: <laughs> We're all just uh, trying to and- win, you know?
0: Amen. What a good sport. Uh, next up is Ivy. Um, Ivy, the skeleton that was in front of you has been destroyed by... Lorenzia's hellish fire, there is a, the um, mostly destroyed one on the ground to your right, the less so destroyed one to your left, and directly in front of you, where the skeleton once was behind it, about 20 feet away from you, is the lever. I want to run over to the lever. Okay. I want to do it. Very good. I run. beep, beep. All right. um, Ivy notices the opening and books it between the two skeletons to the lever. Um, And when you reach the lever, what are you doing? Pulling it. You pull the lever. Uh, There is a "eh" sound and nothing happens. Oh, fuck. Sorry. That was my whole turn, Um, right? My movement. Well, you move 20 feet so you do still if your speed is 30 you still have 10 feet left and actually i don't know if pulling a lever counts as an action i think it seems like it would so you still have movement but you don't have any attacks left unless you have some barbarian thing i don't know about
4: um I could go into rage. But it only gives me advantage. I don't think it gives me like an extra turn. It just...
2: Oh, okay. I don't want to say the skeletons oh, aren't yeah. worth the rage, but like it seems like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I'm done. All right. Um. So Ivy has ended her turn over at the lever which she has pulled and found it had no effect on the skeletons next up is the skeleton right in front of Maggie of course and he's going to step he's going to step back a few feet to create or forward a few feet to close the distance between you two and he throws his short uh, short <gasps> bow to the ground draws his short sword <gasps> And he is going to roll to attack you with it. Oop! Well, it's an eight. Oh,
3: no. He misses.
0: He do miss. He misses by quite a margin, too. He um, readies his sword behind him and draws it forward, bringing it down over your head, giving you plenty of time to step out of the way. And you dodge his attack,
3: right? Um, wait, no, that's Lorenzia next. Next
0: up, next up is Lorenzia. Hello. Oh no. (laughs)
2: Um. All right, I got another cantrip. I already used and spell slot on these mofos, so I'm spell slot. I'm going straight cantrip, and I'm gonna use uh. Acid spray? (gasps) Certainly. Forgot I had another cantrip. So you got to save against 12, Matt?
0: Very cool. Oh, 10. Yes! Okay.
2: Baby. Oh, I'm sorry. It's poison spray. So it's not acid, it's poison damage. Ah. And you're going to get that. 12. 12. Uh, two damage. God damn it.
0: <laughs> two damage. Um, like, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> she gives Ivy's a, like, you still got it. You.
1: You're doing
3: great.
2: Thanks.
1: You're doing
3: great.
2: So you, you keep trying. That
0: means a lot. Thank you. Thanks.
1: <laughs>
0: um. And next up is Maggie. Right.
3: Maggie is going to try to do acid splash again. Sick. and it's a dexterity saving throw I think wait what was it yeah dexterity saving throw for the skeleton in front of me ha 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 that'd be a five. Oh yeah he's gonna take Blah. some damage
0: <laughs> yeah. and it's a four very good uh next up is Billwin.
1: oh already damn uh, is the one in front of me still alive? Oh, yeah. Is
3: he's the-
0: gross, <laughs> but he's on the ground swinging. Oh, yeah, how he
1: does runs. my acid bitch
3: skeleton look? Also, What are, kind of shape is that guy are in? Are any of
0: them alive? They're skeletons.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I,
3: yeah, all right. I
0: guess, oh, that's no, an excellent I point.
1: I meant, I meant still animated for the most part. Uh, this is going to sound a little weird, but I think Bill Wynn is going to like kneel down and pick up the head if she can like detach it. And then punt it as far as she can with an unarmed strike.
0: Um, make a strength check. All right. Wait, I want to use a different. Direction.
2: I'm so afraid that these are our friends.
0: That's a oh,
1: that's no. a dirty twenty.
2: Okay.
0: Um. <laughs> so Bilwyn. He didn't expect this. <laughs> stops stops hopping over the sword, and instead, because I think you mentioned you were uh, proficient with acrobatics, so I'm not even going to make you make a check. Um, and instead leaps forward over the sort of upper torso and head of this skeleton, uh, confusing it enough that she reaches down, grabs the skull, wrenches it off by twisting it and yanking. And then she looks it in the face. Probably says something witty. If you'd like to say something,
1: you know, I'm really sorry, but I don't think you should have to see the rest of this decimation of your friends.
0: Oh, Aww. and then she punts that fucker like 300 yards.
1: <laughs> Hold on, it's a, it's like it's just like a one plus your strength, right, for unarmed strike. I think so one plus your so that would be four points of damage for that
0: and it as it sails through the sky crumbles to dust and disappears does the rest of the body too or just the head no the rest of the body is just sort of laying there that's (laughs) just bones now baby (laughs) Um, um and now it's ivy's turn Ivy just stands there with her jaw dropped,
4: <laughs> staring at Bill and Hawk, realizing this might be too
3: intense for this her. Is some
2: really honest role play, like
3: uh, that is yeah. good. I'm not a sports fan, but like you could make it seem.
2: Yeah. Like Allie never tries to play the game, like try to like game the the numbers. She's like, no, honestly, my character would be fucking floored right now. <laughs>
1: You all need to remember she's three foot four. So, yeah.
0: Villain's feisty and also I'm terrifying.
1: <laughs>
3: Villain
4: um, has, like, the aggressiveness of a high schooler. In yeah. yeah. <laughs> you
3: know what I was
2: just thinking? You're Pure right. You're right. hormone adrenaline. The
3: fourth grader.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was also... T-
3: the, I was the just you thinking hate.
2: how sick would it be if we encountered a German villain and they had to refer to her as oh. Bilvin <laughs> Bonk.
0: Bilvin <laughs> Bonk. Um, can we not guess? Because we're getting dangerously bonk. close. I'm <laughs> oh, so <no>. sorry. <laughs> Cut it out of the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Bilvin? Shit. I'm only Bilvin kidding. Bilvin Bonk. Bilvin <laughs> Bonk. Um, Bilvin <laughs> bonk. So Ivy is standing agog at what she has just seen. Uh, Does she do anything or is she absolutely transfixed?
4: No, she stares for a moment, but then realizes she got shot in the arm and is filled with rage again. (laughs) Rage! So she runs back over to, yeah. The
0: final skeleton
4: standing. Yeah, and she runs at it with the axe again.
0: Cool. And 17. Oh, that definitely hits. Sick. Roll some damage. 13. Oh, God. You swing this battle axe down on this skeleton with literally bone shattering uh-huh. force. You destroy the skull. It cleaves in nearly two even segments. And as it continues down the spine and rib cage, They explode into dust and ash and you are left standing, pounding your uh, war axe or your battle axe into this pile of dust and ash. And with that, the final skeleton is dead, leaving you four standing with nothing between you and the lever.
1: Are we still in initiative? No. Uh... Billwin looks at the lever and looks at Lorenzia and she's like, uh, I heard you want to pull that. You want to take that turn or can I?
2: You may pull the lever.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Billwin kind of like smiles ear to ear and runs towards the lever and pulls it.
0: Awesome. Billwin takes the lever in hand and wrenches it back. And there is a loud sound of a bell going off and from the sideline of the court a man shouts at you and he says wow okay uh you all still have a lot to learn but we'll get there and oh my god uh something that you should all try learning is maybe take a calming breath (laughs) once in a while that was horrifying some of that was disturbing uh uh, anyways, why don't you guys go get cleaned up and we'll have some lunch? And standing on the sidelines of this court yelling at you is none other than the last knight of Mercator, Umfrey the Loyal. Umfrey. Uh he Umfrey. is He is pretty short and stocky, cause he uh do be a dwarf. Nice.
3: Ooh. Guys, we'll wait, do be that. I'm sorry, do be are that. we Umfrey's angels or like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god Boo. um and umfrey walks into the headquarters mumbling to himself most of the way uh and we cut to lunch Ooh. where the four of you are sitting around a table with what's on the menu Umphrey. there are f- soup You're sitting at a very long table that obviously has more seats than are filled right now. Um, And, you know, these are the seats of the knights that no longer represent the order. Um, um. Umfrey, even though he's like pretty far away from you guys, insists on sitting at the head of the table because he is a knight and there are some decorum rules. We
2: can't just sit at that end of the table near him.
0: No, he's assigned you seats further down the table because you're lower ranked than the people who sit there. How far
3: are we from each Uh, other? Do we have to yell across the table?
0: Not yelling, but, like, you got to raise your voice Uh. a little. Um, (laughs) I like the soup. I'm glad I didn't make it. We have a cook. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Umfrey is sitting at the head of the table, and he is talking to you. The four of you have taken some time to cool off, bandage yourselves and recoup most of your Ew. lost hit points. That's flavor. You've recouped all of your hit points. I don't oh, think okay. any I, was like, I don't Aw. think any of you took too huge of a dent in that hit point pool. What about my Um Yes. This soup is so good, it essentially takes the place of a long rest.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm free uh, it's it's hella good stew. There, what kind of
2: blood soup. is this? I've never tasted this kind of blood before.
0: <laughs> oh. Is there
2: no blood in here?
0: There it's is no bad. blood in that oh. soup. <laughs> it's uh, chicken, okay. I think. Uh, all right. Do you want chicken blood? blood? No. I could maybe get you I blood stew. Fine. Uh, okay.
1: Billwin is like Thank slurping you. down. She's got the bowl in her mouth like a cup, like she's drinking a like a beverage and she like slams the empty bowl down on the table and yells to <laughs> yells to Umfrey, Mr. Lyle. <laughs> were those your friend's <laughs> skeletons?
0: No. They were magical constructs. It was a you were training.
1: Oh, why? I don't know, I thought it was kind of weird that you wanted us to beat the shit out of your dead friends.
0: <laughs> no, no, they were
1: But you did it <laughs> anyway.
0: Yeah, you know, he asked me to. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I appreciate the candor. Uh, anyways, uh, I just wanted to say, you guys are doing great in your training. I know some of it is weird, but I'm really glad to have you here as initiates. And honestly, I'm I'm proud of you guys. Um... Uh, listen, I know it's been a little boring here, seeing as you guys are the newest and the least weathered and the least uh, battle-ready. Uh, well, I thought that was uh, I've killed maybe, uh, reassuring about your battle readiness.
1: Well, we're also the only, yeah. so. Who the fuck do you think is <laughs> in battle ready? I've never ready? felt uncomfortable in <laughs> my I'm
0: life. I'm so sorry. I take it back.
1: <laughs> I, I punted a head, man. Yeah. I ripped a head right off a of goddamn body out there. All
0: right, oh, Okay, <laughs> um... Yeah, I was gonna say, is that Dale? Dale Boomhauer? Um, Uh, but anyways, I know the rest of the recruits are out on missions right now, and I know you've been waiting for a chance to take on your first mission and prove yourselves. Yeah. Yeah, right? Cool. So So, I got some good news. I just had a call come in, and you guys got your first assignment. It shouldn't be too hard, so I'm not that worried. Well, I'm a little bit worried, but I'm not that worried. Because uh, I know you guys, this group, you can handle it. Um, and he produces a small letter and he stands up and walks it over to the four of you and lays it on the table and then walks back to his chair at the head of the table. Um, and uh, who would like to pick up and read this letter? I do. Fantastic.
2: <laughs> what language is it in? Doesn't matter. I can read all languages. <laughs> That's warlock shit, baby.
0: Is that real? Yep. Holy shit. Wow. I can read
2: every language.
0: Holy fuck. Well, this is not really a test of that skill because it's in common. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a letter. She brags anyway. It is a letter that reads Town of Solson urgently requests help. Two children lost in ruins. Proved troublesome for our security forces. Unable to recover them. Any price paid? Awaiting your response. This um, is exactly
2: my shit. Love ruins.
0: Let's go, girl.
1: Uh, <laughs> not um, to put a damper on
2: this, but I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I've
1: been around the sun a few times. This sounds like a scam. Like, you know, like no. when they send you like that scam that's like, Increase your breast size for like nine ninety nine dollars a month for three months. It kind of sounds like too good to be true. Is It feels like one of those to me. I don't know about you guys. I mean,
0: I don't know if two children lost in ruins feels too good to be true. Right.
1: Any <laughs> price paid, though? Like, any price? Like, we can. Uh, for like children, I imagine.
2: Well, and I, I don't... don't see a downside here. We get paid. We get to go to some ruins. We get to eat two children. It's like, oh. boom. <laughs> No,
0: no, hang on, hang on, hold up. Okay, there is no eating involved here. <laughs>
1: Billwyn leans towards uh towards <laughs> side of the table, and she's like, "Are they like famous children? Are they like super famous <laughs> kids? Why? I don't understand. Like, why somebody would put up that much money? Like, we could objectively listen. Hear me out, guys. We could objectively be asking for millions of gold pieces. Like, well, are they famous it. kids? Like."
0: Goddamn I, royalty I, or something? Does it say that in the letter? No. <laughs> then I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just thought maybe it's you just, might have more insight than I do. probably I, like I, the,
2: one of those. It's like a boon thing. Like any price within our power to pay. It's not like any price. Oh,
1: so like I would agree with that. You sue someone for all their worth and then like you really can't have that money.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Sure, why not? I've been around. Anyways, uh, it sounds like... Uh, you are maybe interested oh, in yeah, this one? Sure.
1: Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, up.
0: We're all over this. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. Yeah, sign uh, me up. I will organize a carriage, and we will send you right off. Um, should only take about an hour and a half to get there. It's just up uh, north a little bit. You will have this oh, whole ordeal sorted by tomorrow. You can come back with your first successful mission, and we can upgrade that rank of yours, because... Uh, well, I feel bad leaving you as the lowest peg—the uh, lowest uh, pegs on this uh, recruiting uh, night board. <laughs> I don't know we what I'm saying. This. Anyways, I'll go get the carriage ready. And he stands up and he walks out of the room. Um, <laughs> any feelings about your new friend Umfrey? Did you guys notice that Umfrey was eating his soup out of a serving
1: bowl? And we got these like weird little clay bowls that are like not really a full serving. And he was like eating his out of the kind they like put in the center of like a family meal, and you just put a ladle in and you will take some. Like he was eating his out of that. Did you guys notice does that? The,
2: does the bowl correlate to the seat in the same way?
1: I don't know. Maybe I think you're onto something, Lorenzi. I think you're onto something.
2: Do the yes, bigger think- bowls have thicker blood in them, or?
1: All right. Well, <laughs> have you not noticed that he sounds like a recording
3: producer?
2: <laughs> he sounds like he's chewing on
0: a wet cigar. Does? <laughs> All right. Well. Okay. As this critique of Umphrey's voice <laughs> draws to a close, um, you for board your carriage in the stable of this sad decrepit knighthood, and you venture north towards Solson. Um, It takes about an hour, as Umfrey suggested, and as you approach it, you see that the town of Solson is situated a few miles away from the coast. You can smell the ocean, and it's a factory town. It's situated on the banks of a large river, and that river powers the textile mills. Um, At the entrance of the town... You are greeted by the mayor of the village. Uh, And as you disembark from your carriage, she says, Hello, Uh, thank you so much for coming. My name is Andara Cartwright. I'm the mayor of Solson. And then she very magnanimously goes to each of you and shakes your hand as if she were talking to her constituents. Uh, She says... This is going to be a lot to take in. We don't have a lot of time before the sun sets. Uh, let's proceed. Board the carriage. We'll be off. It's a short little ride. I'll fill you in on the way. Okay? Hell yeah. What? Hey. You reboard your carriage, this time with Andara in the passenger seat, or one of the passenger seats, and she tells you the story of the children lost in the mansion. Um, Andara says, Listen, there are two kids that... Went off exploring. They're good kids. They're really good kids. Uh, but they do like to get into trouble. <laughs> um, and they went exploring the ruins of a manor, Maplecliff Manor, and they haven't returned. Uh, their names are Danelle and Farad. Um, Danelle is my son, so I'd like to get him back in one piece so I can kick it into several other <laughs> smaller pieces. <laughs> Anyways. I did that earlier today. Oh, okay. I was being a little hyperbolic. Please don't actually destroy my child. Oh, all right. I appreciate a, a whole child being returned.
1: <laughs> what was um, the name of the manor? I'm sorry. Maple what? Maple Cliff. Thank you.
2: And what are the children famous for? <laughs> I heard
0: someone I heard said. something about famous.
2: Yeah, they're famous,
0: I think. <laughs> no. No, they're just kids. Oh. oh. They're 11-year-olds. I don't... They're not... They haven't done anything I'm to be 11, famous so Shut yet. the fuck up. Classic.
1: Classic.
2: <laughs> Every Excuse single me. episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep bringing it back. Ondera continues, uh, they disappeared yesterday morning. Last night, we sent in the town security force. Although it's not much of a security force, really, it's just the toughest people we have in town. There's only three of them. Uh, They walked in the mansion, they were attacked by a monster and a ghost, and then they booked it out and came back. They were hysterical, and this morning we called you. We've had our suspicions that this house has been haunted for, well, a while, but we didn't think it was this bad. So
3: you say they were attacked by a monster. Any description on that monster, or...?
0: One of them said, soft. Soft? I don't know what that meant. Again, the monster
2: is soft.
0: They were slightly hysterical.
2: Hmm. Okay, write down monster has erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark.
3: Monster with erectile dysfunction?
2: And did anyone try pacting the ghost, or you guys got a pact with the ghost? Just a dark eldritch pact between man and ghost? Just your typical... <laughs>
0: No, Classic. we didn't try dealing our souls to the ghost.
2: Oh well, Renzi,
0: right. you gotta teach me that there later. There you go.
2: Long walk for a short drink of water. I'm sorry. I guess.
0: Is that something you do on the regular? <laughs> I don't think it is. So don't lie. Well, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
2: I I was hoping, to be honest. You're saying manner. That's fine. I thought we were coming to a tomb. I heard ruins, but that's fine.
0: We'll get up, we'll get up in their manner. A look passes over on Dara's face that says, oh God, who are these people? Um, But she quickly wipes it away and replaces it with a nervous and yet reassuring politician smile. Um, And she says, I'm sure whatever methods you use to find these kids will be perfectly fine. Don't tell me what they are, okay? As... This conversation is happening. The carriage pulls through the front gate. And in front of you, down a long drive, lies the extremely ostentatious Maple Cliff Manor. Um, And if you look in the Google Drive, I shared some things with everybody. And one of them is a map of the grounds of the mansion. Beautiful. Um... I really like your drawing, Matt. Thank you. It's hot. (laughs) Okay, well, that's... I didn't expect it to be hot. I felt it was a little (laughs) clinical. I'll add more boobies next time. Um...
2: Yes,
1: Yes, more more boobies. boobies At least a few boobies on there. Yeah, I see some boobies.
0: Uh, Actually, the the edges of my trees do look a little bit like boobies. That's what that is, by the way. I'm talking about that big
1: nipple right in the middle. Yep. That's
0: a fountain.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's
0: also nope, it's a, a whole
1: booby. <laughs>
3: That's a whole booby. You're
0: boobie. right. Okay. As the carriage pulls up this long drive, the mansion comes into view. It's situated in a well-forested area, and the property is flanked by woods. The house is set against a high cliff below which is the ocean. There's a large fountain at the center of the turnaround. Um booby. And boobie. <laughs> on this massive two-story brick structure, um, direct The front door is centered on the first floor on a little bit of a porch. Above that is a huge, really ornate stained glass window. It's a circle, and it looks a little bit like a flower. But in the direct center is a bright red section of glass. And as you depart your carriage in front of the house, Andara leads you towards the front door. And she readies her key to unlock it. And she says, Um, you guys could look around the grounds a little bit, I suppose. This uh, brief history. It used to be operated as a a winery. That large patch to your right as we came up the drive was once a grape vineyard. Uh, It was quite lucrative, as you can tell by the size of this house. Um... Tragically, the family all died of plague about 90 years ago, and, well, nobody, nobody wanted it, so it just kind of sat here like this. Um, we are, we've, we've tracked the children into the house. We think they came in through the front door, uh, but after that, we don't know where they went. Really, I just want my child back. The other one. Maybe. Maybe. Well, he's important too, but not as important as my actual son. So, like, which is Danell? Yes, thank you. You remember. Um, I'm gonna put
3: Farad question mark.
0: <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> just we to- actually, hang on, I shouldn't have said
0: that. That was wrong. Get both kids back, please. Don't tell my voters I said anything about that.
2: <laughs> well, just to just to tell you, my first impression here, chances are pretty good. That they have both already fallen off the cliff and drowned. If they well, didn't die well, on impact, but I we'll get back to you.
0: I. I can only hope.
2: Just saying, that I see Chekhov's cliff. You know, that's that's Chekhov's cliff over there. If you show me a cliff in the first act, I'm gonna assume that a child fell off of it in the third.
3: I've watched a lot of unsolved mysteries recently. A lot of kids just fall off the
0: cliff. And Did you guys you know, know
2: that there are 20 seasons of Unsolved Mysteries for free on Amazon Prime?
0: No. What? I know what I'm doing All for All of next the two old months. episodes are I on Amazon Prime. Watching Holy them.
3: Holy shit.
2: They're I would, so addictive.
3: I've watched the whole first season and <laughs> part of the second season.
2: Holy shit. Couldn't sleep last night. Just up late thinking about Moon Man.
0: I will say this. Straight up murder. Please don't expect me to be quite as impeccably narratively structured as fucking Anton Chekhov. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is the only thing I've written for Dungeons and Dragons before. (laughs) So maybe keep those hopes a little lower. Sorry for, sorry, sorry for Lorenzia's (laughs) metagaming. No, I accept that Chekhov was a person in this universe too. (laughs) <laughs> um, oh. Anyways, um Andera looks at you with the key in hand and says, "Well, uh would you like to go in?" Yes, please. Uh, hell yeah. I will take the key. Oh. Okay. There's only one key. It just opens the front door, but it's all yours if I'll you want. I'll break
3: it if I need to. I know I'm a rogue. I know
0: how to do it. I'm that. a rogue. <laughs> You're a rogue. Do you know what? I'm going to yeah. give you the key anyway. And she oh, really? pulls <laughs> She pulls the key off the ring and hands it to you, um, Maggie. Thank you. You are more than welcome. Maggie, you're leading this charge through the front door, right? Yes, I am. Excellent. How do you do it?
3: Oh, I'm walking up. I'm fucking strolling.
2: You want to use strolling? You don't want to use a verb like prowling or like creeping? Uh...
3: <laughs> Prancing? Ooh, high on alert. Real high mm. on alert over here. Prances.
0: <laughs> maybe not.
2: Oh, real serious. Oh. Taking it real oh, serious. Taking it real
0: serious. So, Maggie, you approach the door, slip the key in the lock, turn it, and the door slowly creeps open. I kick
3: it the rest of the way open.
0: <laughs> oh. it starts to creep. She do you want to go
3: ahead and make an athletics check? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. It's a... It's a... It's a...
4: It's a 14. She fails it and then breaks her knee.
0: <laughs> no, okay. 14. You kicked the Some rogue, you
2: got a plus zero on athletics.
0: I know.
2: <laughs> Terrible rogue.
0: Hey, How listen. dare you? It'll be fine. <laughs> I have
2: um, a
3: plus four in deception.
2: All right, that kind of rogue.
3: Oh, oh
0: my God. Bill billwin has got some Is stuff. Is that Jamie? That
3: was me. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Who
0: did you assume it was? Allie. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I was shocked that she, because she's going to have to edit that out. <laughs> It just seems like more work on her
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now God. i'm not all right <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep it. It. you're welcome maggie kicks that door open and it sticks at a nearly right angle from the wall as if it were magically held open very violently <gasps> like something caught it when you kicked it open Are you happy, now? Um, You got
2: us off to a bad start with the ghost.
0: (laughs) Um, And Andara takes a few steps back and says, Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to wait out here, actually. I'm going to stay right here. Uh, Come find me when you have the children. And,
3: Sarah, I thought you were in the carriage. Seriously, I had no idea you came with us. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You should probably get back in the carriage. This is not for the faint
1: of heart.
0: I just, I want to make sure you get in safe. I'll wait in the carriage. Bring me the children.
1: Didn't you hire yeah. us to do the unsafe stuff? or More? What? Didn't you hire us to do the unsafe stuff? Why do you care if we get in safe? Like y- y- You hired us to be unsafe by proxy for
0: you. Listen, if you can't even get in the house, we're going to have some further issues. <laughs> I just put, Ivy puts her hand on Dara's shoulder like,
4: they're gonna eat you out, buddy. You gotta go to the carriage. <laughs> you got four badass
0: women here. <laughs> Dara?: Oh, you are all playing girls, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We're. Tra- oh my we're god. Umfray's angels, baby. I totally didn't catch that part of the Charlie's <laughs> angels, <laughs> angels reference, and I'm very into it.
2: Wait, there's three Charlie's Angels, right? So we can't do a one for one. I want to be Drew Barry. Or- I don't right? know. Is Isn't movie?
0: Satan in there somewhere? Lorenzia, you can be Satan. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: I wanted to be Drew Barrymore, but Satan was my second choice.
0: <laughs> I actually have no idea what happens in that. So, um,
2: they're good movies, man.
0: I you just saw that. them for the first time.
2: Oh, man. Great films.
0: <laughs> um, true. True.
2: Oh, what
1: the
0: f- what is your name? Ivy. Oh, my God. This is pathetic. Ivy, you put a very reassuring hand on Andara's shoulder, and she withers a little bit and says, Yeah, you're right. They, they get me in one, huh? Okay. You guys get in there. Um, And she takes a few more steps back and sort of crouches in front of the carriage like she's ready to book it away from this house uh, and waits for you guys to make your next move. Are you going in? Yes.
3: yes. Stepping in. <laughs> I'm following. Jamie, did you
1: just go? I said yes, but I was mid yawn. Oh, <laughs> I uh, thought you were doing the baby. Uh, Billwin is close, good? close oh. on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Billwin is close on Maggie's heels. Um, Manda, what race is Maggie? Oh, Maggie is an elf. Okay, high elf.
2: Okay, Ooh. super. High. By the way, I was like, someone has <laughs> to do. Someone has to do fan art of. Uh, Melody Cheerwine that says, like, uh, you know, half-elves are the real high elves, and it's like Melody smoking a blunt or something.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so good. That's pretty good. Uh, Mike, okay. what is uh, Lorenzia's race? I didn't catch it either.
0: Human. Okay. Human. <laughs> Maggie is leading this parade of adventurers through the door of this mansion. Following closely behind her is Wynn who's next. Oh me. I Okay.
3: You guys are you guys are holding hands at the exact same pace.
4: <laughs> Honestly, I'm staring Excellent. very close to Lorenzia because I'm terrified. You are?
3: Yeah. What is Ivy's race? Half work.
0: Uh, she's a half work.
3: Oh, half work, yeah, you did say. Oh,
0: that. I thought she was a Goliath. No. Okay. Can't be half- a Goliath, fashionista.
1: Why not?
2: Damn
0: shame. I can
1: do whatever I want to be. Don't limit her. You're right. I'm like, You're right. uh,
2: You're wrong. I'm like, uh, Ivy, are you afraid of the, are you afraid of the ghost?
4: Uh, no. <laughs>
2: well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna cut right to the chase and find this motherfucking ghost, so.
3: The only ghost I'm afraid of, the ghosts of my past. Wow. I say mm-hmm. um, Oh,
0: boy. Um, Shouting over um, her
2: shoulder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this conversation happens as you finally make it past the threshold into the foyer of this grand mansion. Um, and if you look in that maps that I shared with you, there is a first floor map. And you are standing in room number one Ooh. right at the front door. I have a question. Yes. Is
4: this... Is this, like, an abandoned um, mansion? Or are there, like, items in it? Like, is there, like, couches and, like...
0: There's ghosts. Is it decorated? Um, In this foyer, it is... There's no furniture, except to your right, um, sort of against the wall next to the door, is a toppled coat tree with a few pieces of clothing on the ground. Um, And then, on the map, there is grand staircase leading up to the second floor um and where it meets the second floor along the wall of the second uh, along the upper wall of the foyer is open it's like a big balcony to look out over the foyer um there is a so grand there's a huge chandelier hanging from the ceiling in the center of the room it's really really like impressively woven wrought iron um
1: Wow, I've played enough uh, Zelda games to know that there is a heart piece up there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, To your left, there is a closed door. Directly in front of you, in the wall on the first floor, is an archway leading to a hallway, and on the wall to your right is a door that is also closed. Um, This is a really impressive house, and although everything is covered in a thick layer of dust and grime, It's clear that when this was built, this was the pièce de résistance of this area. It is a magnificent home. The banister on the railway, on the rail, on the stairway is cut from a thick piece of dark wood and it's covered in really complex ornamental carvings. The edge of the balcony, where the first and second floor meet, um, is also covered in a similar carved wood and in the center of it is a large red gem set into a silver square um it looks to be a precious gem all of this serves to really walking into this house is walking into a mansion your characters you guys have likely perhaps you've been in houses like grand houses before this one like "Mm, takes the cake (laughs) um and additionally, the floor is a parquet of dark and light woods intricately stitched together in a spiral pattern. And there's that toppled coat tree behind you. Um, it's pretty covered in dust and cobwebs. And there's some old jackets and um, outer garments on the floor around it. Um, and from behind you, outside, Andera says, Hmm, that's funny. Last time we were here, the door... And with that, the door slams shut behind you, and the lock is bolted. Uh-oh. From outside, you can hear Andara say, Oh, yeah, okay, that's what happened last time. Uh, <laughs> n- now, uh, now I think there's going to be a monster? I'm not sure. Like I said, the last people to go in were really vague about it all. Um, how's it looking? I
3: shout back and go to the carriage! <laughs>
0: Please. <laughs> and she says, Okay, yeah, probably a good idea. And why you are you trying
2: footsteps. to shout away our exposition dump? <laughs> I hate she... <laughs> politicians.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she retreats from her uh, spot near the front door and enters her carriage you can hear the door open and close
1: i'm like Um, i think bilwin is like yelling just for the sake of it to kind of like give her just something to chew on and she's yelling like oh my god (laughs) there's like a dragon oh no no, not the feet oh no and help whose feet It's like come on it's funny
0: Billwyn, yeah. your diatribe is interrupted by a booming voice from the balcony <gasps> in front of behind you on the second floor landing. What is it? On that landing, as you wheel around at this voice, you see a sort of human-shaped thing. You can make out a head and perhaps an arm being held aloft, but the rest is lost in shadow. From this creature comes a booming voice, and it shouts, Get out of my house! No! And, and to your right, the mildewy, cobweb-covered coats begin to rise to create a single form. <gasps> a monstrous monster. form. And in its right hand, it wields the coat tree as a staff. No doubt, this is the monster that attacked the other group. Roll for initiative. Hi, it's your player turned DM Matt here to say thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AAdventureCast. Questions? Comments? Fan mail? We want it all, so send it to us at attemptedadventurecast at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast platform you listen on. Thank you again, and I love you.